If you're a woman over 40 dealing with hot flashes, insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, or weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. The experts at Midi Health know all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes of menopause. And Midi can help with safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. Welcome back to another exciting episode of Break the Apocalypse podcast. This is your weekly look at the hellscape that we find ourselves living in forever and ever and ever and ever. My name is John Draper. Joining me on the voyage to infinity is none other than the king of Philadelphia, Shaheen. Shaheen, how's Philly? You holding it down? What's up, man? Yeah, it's 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 not on fire. It's It feels nice. It's nice and breezy. It's a good day. Good thing, good thing. And of course, the king of the Midwest, the king of Burlington, Mr. B. Show Brian. B. Show Brian, is Ohio still in the game? It is, although it rained yesterday and I didn't turn into the melting man from RoboCop, so I'm kind of psyched about that. Not No acid rain yet, but we're getting there. Uh, for people joining us for the first time, thank you so much for checking out the show. We really appreciate it. But just at a little early uh, program note, you don't get the full podcast. You, you get an abridged version. The only way to go and get the whole thing and the way it's meant to be heard in its unedited glory is by going to patreon.com backslash break the app for the inflation busting, uh, inflation busting affordable price of just $5 a month. You're going to end up with hundreds of hours of unedited entertainment exclusive to the Patreon. Uh, of course, we're talking about our full episodes going back to episode one, all of our shit ton of bonus episodes ranging from question and answers, which I think we might be banging one out this weekend for the members. Uh, that's where the members ask all the questions and we answer them. We do that once a month. We also have a, a, a thing called Apocalyptic Democracy. We put titles out, they vote on it. We do the show based on that. And then we have solo shows. We have theme park shows. We have holiday events. We got it all over at the patreon.com backslash break the app. Don't we, Sha? Yes, we do, man. We got a lot of everything. We, we switched it up every few months now, too. We're doing these uh, shows where you could join us, and now we're doing these solo shows. So keeping it fresh in 2023, doing some new concept shows. Yeah, and of course, uh, B-Show Brian, you just recently did a, a solo show uh, for the uh, for the month of uh, February, didn't you? Yeah, go to Patreon. Look, one-on-one uh, -on -one with the burly one, everything mm -hmm. from my fast food uh, kinks. Yeah, to... that's right. <laughs> did you hear that? I forgot about that. I remember I was listening to that on the treadmill. My Johnson for my rally burger. No, it's okay. It was just really, it was good stuff. I was, I, I thought it was awesome. And oh, of course, uh, Bisha Brian, I still think we have one of the more affordable programs in the Patreon business. Yeah, man. $5 a month gets you everything, gets you access, gets you bonus content, gets you the full versions of these episodes and uh, access to the, uh, the group chats and, and video show whatever the fuck my bumbling ass is trying to say a couple yeah. times a the year, hangouts man. we do like a hangout yeah. kind of vibe and and yeah, uh, last oh, time we watched the finish of the uh, world cup together with a bunch oh, of people that's so. right yeah that was fun and of course like around the holidays so yeah go to go to patreon.com five bucks people it's five bucks a month you, there's so much there uh it's an ever-growing catalog we're constantly shaking things up and uh we appreciate all of the patreons past present and future a uh, special shout out, of course, to everyone, uh, you know, uh, who's been keeping the lights on in this place for the last couple of years. That's patreon.com backslash break the app. Five dollars. That's all it costs you is just five bucks. So uh, we're wrapping up the end of February. Uh, by the time we join you guys, it'll be March already. Holy fucking shit. Uh, is it me, Sean, or is this winter flying the fuck by? I mean, we didn't really even get a winter here, which I'm not complaining, dude, because like. You know, I've been doing deliveries in some of these homes that I've been going to damn near on the fucking mountains. And I'm just mm. imagining, I'm like, I, what would I do if it was snowing? Like, I, I would have to take the days off that it's snowing because it's so unpredictable. Like, I might not be able to get to one of these houses. Yeah, you'd, you'd be losing some dough, I imagine, yeah. right? Because well, drive. I'm happy because tonight I got free food by accident. So. Oh, to tell. <laughs> so, okay. So it was the last order that I was taking through Uber, right? And um, it was like a $16 order. And for some reason, in my head, I, I, I didn't look properly, I guess, or whatever. Or it may, it may have been a glitch on their screen. But I thought it was four miles away. Um, once I got the food already in my hands, I realized this shit is 13 miles away. I'm not driving fucking 13 miles and 13 miles back to my house. That's mm -hmm. 26 miles for like 16 bucks. Definitely not doing that. 
So I called Uber. I was like, yo, man, like uh, this order is, is not happening. Um, <laughs> do you want me to go back to the restaurant and drop this off? Because I'm not taking it. Like, it's, I'm, there's no way I'm driving like fucking 13 miles. Not happening. So they told me they're like, well, once you grabbed it, um, you can't take it back. So just enjoy the food. So wait, wait. so by that logic, though, anyone could pick up my Uber order and just decide it's too far and call them and be like, yeah, I'm ass out. Yeah, pretty much. I mean, if what? you do it too many times, I mean, I guess they would fire you. <sighs> but, uh, so you don't get penalized for it. You don't get like a demerit or something like in Catholic school. No, nothing like a like like the opposite. of. A but it was my star? first time, though. I've done I've done hundreds of orders with no problem. So okay. it's, like I'm sure if you're like, you know, somebody that's done this a few times, they're going to be like, dude, are you, what the fuck are you doing? You know? Um, yeah. But no, I legitimately thought it was three miles away. Hence the reason I took the order. But then it ended right. up being 13 miles away. So I was like, I'm not doing that for this price. Like, it's just not happening. So I guess they just remake the order. They remake the then, order. Yeah. They and just some other dude. Takes some it? other idiot's going to end up taking it. Okay. That, so yeah. we all want to know. I know Bisha wants to know as well as I do. What was the food? What did you so, get? So this is the this is the fucking part that, that gets me. <laughs> okay. It's this gigantic bag from Outback Steakhouse. So I'm like, I'm thinking, I'm like, all right, we're going to get some like, potatoes or like ribs or some steak. And this, is, this, this might be dope night i come home man this whole fucking bag is stuffed with bread and a caesar salad no check like i i it bothered me that somebody ordered a fucking caesar salad from From a steakhouse steakhouse 13 miles away bro you can get that anywhere anywhere yeah be sure it's like what are you doing why would you be sure did you know outback had salads no, and to steal a line from the late John Panette, salad is not food. Salad is a promissory new, uh, note that food will soon be delivered to your table. Yeah. I love um, salad. I have salad every day. Yeah, I, I love I, salad. not as a meal. I, like but fucking I'm, Outback Steakhouse. Like he must have gotten his first like hand job or something. Yeah, I, I don't know, yeah. Sha. That's that. That's the gods. I mean, it was a big like almost like catering size salad, but it just okay. It doesn't make sense to me to order lettuce because, like, dude, I, so I ate the salad it for four days before yeah, you eat the real food. It's literally just Parmesan croutons and lettuce. There's yeah. nothing special about a Caesar salad. Outback can... croutons are probably the size of a small child, right? Like, I could see them getting crazy with the croutons. Like, no, the croutons like are bagels, size. and they just throw them on the salad. No, the and croutons are go... actually the best side, the best part. Yeah, they're probably good. I was gonna say, you just go to the local pond and grab the broken rocks on the shore and put them in your salad. They're fucking huge. Yeah, I mean, I, 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 this is a first. I haven't been in. I don't know that I've ever eaten at an Outback Steakhouse, but I did see Crocodile Dundee once in the eighties. So I guess that's kind of like classic. It's a classic film. Uh, B show. Are you an Outback Steakhouse guy? I could see you having like a party there, possibly. No, uh, there's a couple establishments we've been to. Like, I don't know if you guys have Longhorn Steakhouse and stuff Mm -hmm. like that, but I don't know. I should save that for. Are they all the same shit though? Like Longhorn. Yeah, they're all just like shitty steakhouses. Long duck dong and whatever the fuck it's called. What's the the other one? Texas. Texas. uh, Texas Roadhouse. Roadhouse. We have one of those here. We went there once, and like you know, I live in like a college town in upstate New York, so it's like the problem is like like we have a lot of these places and shit, and motherfuckers treat that shit like they're going to like fucking Spago. Like in LA, yeah. like oh, no, like it's like the bare minimum with steak. Longhorn, Outback, and Applebee's, Texas Roadhouse. Yeah, and all those are like shit. Yeah, they're, they're not real steaks, dude. I mean, no, they are, saying, but like, it's lower grade steak. But like people, people treat like that's like a tr- like a thing. Like, oh, we're going to fucking Outback tonight. It's like, oh, well, nowadays it is. It's like ninety five dollars yeah, for Caesar salad. Yeah, that, yeah, like, like if the Caesar's a hundred, <laughs> what's the fucking donkey steak there? Like twenty dollars, thirty bucks. Like seriously. You know, and it's weird with Toledo because at one time Toledo had, I think, more restaurants per capita than any city in the country. Hmm. So we get a lot of like startups that like you try it and they suck. So I think people just go with the tried and true. Yeah. But I don't know, man. It's yeah, not like I... you can just walk down your street and have four or five local family owned places. It's, diff- either. it's, different. it's different nowadays, though, man, because like, you know, with uh, Yelp, with, uh, you know, obviously online reviews, people can find out the truth very quickly. You can go on YouTube. And type in any restaurant name, and I yeah, guarantee sh- you, there's somebody showing you video of what it actually looks. Shot, like. they're still going there. Though. Like I'm, t- yeah. like I have a TJI Fridays by me. I may have mentioned this before. It's like walking distance, literally. Like, and again, we're in a co- I'm across the street from a major university, and I'm surrounded by them. There's like seven major universities within a 10 mile radius, 15 mile radius up here. I'm not even joking. And like this, like I have seen people take like cabs and Ubers all dolled up to park their Warris carcass at TJI Fridays and get like those 
like like you just know this is like this is it's like it's like diabetes night like honestly like people like will just they'll they'll treat it like it's like it's like going to fucking Mineta Tavern, like a, like in the village. I'm just like it's just like it's no boo. It's just because we're like a gross country now. So like it's just like we, you know, Applebee's and chilies and these places are disgusting, yo. Like the food is not good, man. Wouldn't you agree, B Show? Yeah, I don't know if it's like the quick service or because it's the place to go. But like even my brother last week, we were gonna hang out and he's like, oh yeah, me and me and my wife just went up to Applebee's for dinner, and I'm like, Applebee's. <laughs> excuse me and i understand not wanting to go downtown there's a lot of cool restaurants downtown now but like it's kind of a hassle to go down there yeah, but, uh, but the shit ain't cheap neither guys like i'm telling you like if if you guys came here and i said okay we can either go to this actual real restaurant or go to chili's and you might be going all right we'll do chili's probably a lot cheaper i'm telling you it's my it's a marginal difference like like it's not the shitty the shitty like uh what, what do they call these chain restaurants the yeah. shitty chain restaurants have caught up to restaurant prices. But the problem is you're still eating dog shit fucking food. You know what I'm saying, Sean? Yeah, I don't know. Maybe it's just Philadelphia. It's very like everybody's so fucking artsy now and hipster here. They they mm. try to go to these new like, you know, fucking viral restaurants they saw on TikTok. Pop-ups. Yeah, because I mean, dude, yeah, food trucks, all this stuff is oh, popping yeah, yeah. out here, dude. Oh, I mean, yeah. Center City is all new restaurants. I, I don't wild. recognize a fucking thing. But you know what's funny, though, man? I mean, going through YouTube, I uh, I was YouTube in my town to see mm -hmm. if there's any local restaurants. And I discovered a place that's like fucking known across America that's literally five minutes from my house. And I would have never known that because oh. it looks like a shithole. It's a, it's a hole in the wall. Mm -hmm. But I discovered it because Food Network did a special on that place. And I was like, holy shit, that's I drive by that place like literally every day. I had no idea. This is the spot to go to. And then once I go in there, man, I mean, they got fucking Sylvester Stallone. They got every oh, wow. buddy you can imagine that went there. And uh, recently, I guess Adam Sandler was shooting a movie here. All the heavyweights. Uh, in, in Center City, <laughs> Philadelphia. And he got his food every day delivered from this place, 45 minutes to an hour away. Really? So, right. You got to go yo, check it out. Oh, I, I go there check, all check, the time. Oh, dude, I go weekly now. It's fucking. Oh, wow. That's awesome. Oh, it's God. good to have a good spot. Like, we don't really have that. There's a nice restaurant here. It's really fancy. They make a fucking a whiskey bourbon, like a whiskey bourbon drink, guys. Oh, my fucking God. I, like, I just want to kill myself thinking about it. It's so good. But it's like, you know, who's got the scratch, man? Honestly, like who's got the scratch? You You'd know be surprised. This one's actually like decently priced. It's it's Italians too. It's run by a whole family of Italians. Mm -hmm. And they're like authentic. Like it's been passed down generations. It's been around and for years. And you like let that go years. and you and you actually go and patronize it? Wow, that's big of you, Sha. We appreciate you you letting that go there. Yeah, they get a lot of my money, man. I eat there a lot. Yeah. Or is uh, B-Show, would you call it the Italians? The I no, I've heard some people in my day say Italian, but no. Italian. I mean. The Italian. Well, I is Italian, and I likes to eat. But, uh, you know, before we, uh, you know, get off on a food tangent, Shot, there's an interesting story you posted in your uh, social media this week that uh, I was watching. Now, uh, as you know, everybody knows here, of course, you know, uh, we're huge horror film enthusiasts. We're movie enthusiasts, but horror is kind of like our jammy, jammy jam. It's right. the jelly of our jam. And Shah posted a video uh, recently, Shah, and I wanted you to share it with the class in case people, you know, didn't catch it because I thought it was a, it's, it's, thought it was a interesting. So on, on Planet Mondo, I've kind of switched it up. I uh, I used to do unboxings and I used to do reaction videos and all that stuff. And I, I kind of got tired of it, man, because I don't think it's relevant. It's not something that somebody can watch in a year, right? Well, me reacting to Evil Dead, the trailer, it's cool for two weeks. After that, who gives a fuck? It's not relevant anymore. So I wanted to kind of start doing like, top tens and and just different concepts and i'm gonna do a um i'm gonna do a video here locally where uh the village m night Shyamalan movie was was filmed and it's supposed to be this like cult house over there oh, cool. um so i'm gonna do a video on that and like i have penhurst on my on my channel so i want to kind of make it a dark channel but i don't want it just to be movie centered mm. i want to do some some dark almost like a dark side of the ring thing to it i want to have different uh collections of of reviews and little clips and all that so this time around, my my girl had never seen The Exorcist because she's always been terrified of the concept of The Exorcist because she believes in exorcisms and all that stuff. Um, so I had her watch this fucking movie and I forced her to record this with me at 2 a.m. Mind you, this is literally recorded at 2 a.m. last minute. Wow. And um, I couldn't believe that she hadn't watched it because she's seen The Shining. Like she's seen most of the classics. It's not mm -hmm. like she's foreign to these movies. 
but with doing some some editing into the because I put like fucking eight hours of work in. So go check it out. Like eight hours of work went into this. Jesus. Planet Mondo uh on YouTube. It's called Scene for her her first time seeing the Exorcist. Yeah. Um and I don't know, it's it's weird, man. I try to make it look retro, so I put in this uh I love that eight o'clock movie thing. I know B show likes that probably too. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah I'm trying to do, like, do that inserts. up all night or the movie. Yeah, of the week. up all night. Yeah. yeah, movie of the week. Yeah, wow. And this yeah. now, now this is not The Exorcist. Uh, <laughs> this is uh, no, it's a spoof. It's a it's a commercial yeah, this, I inserted in there. Leslie yeah, Nielsen, yeah, the Leslie Nielsen, like a possessed or something. I think it was called, and that's Tony Danza, isn't it? Linda Blair is in it. Um, yeah, yeah, I can't believe she was actually in that. Well, Leslie Nielsen was hot shit when this was going. Yeah. That's why you know it, it even existed. So naked Gun era, I'm assuming. Repossessed, yeah, not very funny. But shop. My first thing is why are you both dressed like um, like Biggie Smalls in the house. Like I'm just curious. You're wearing jackets in the house. Like what? Oh, is it's that? cold, man. Oh, okay, because like you look like Biggie in the juicy. Like Biggie has a jacket like that. I think in the juicy video. I'm you got to keep in mind my. Uh, I, I've been talking about this for a few weeks now. My my electric bill last month was seven hundred and thirty seven dollars. Oh my gosh! So I will wear a beanie and and hoodies all fucking day here. Yeah, and I mean, I, you I, look like you're outside in the fall, but you're in your home. That's all. I just yeah, I but I also don't want to be in pajamas either. It's a YouTube. I'm trying to you know. Yeah, no, no. I'm just saying. Get the aesthetics you're, you're, going, but bro. you're both in coats. You both have. Yeah, you, you look a little dolled up. Would you say dolled up? Be I think a little. Yeah, I like the up. chain. Yeah. Yeah, he's got the chain. Like you said, you look like Biggie in the Juicy video. Yeah, it's not casual wear. It's like I'm putting this on because I might. Because you know people or... are gonna see you. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, but and well, I like to, your to be fair. I think the only thing that I put on was the glasses for the video. I was well, no the jacket. Like them. you look like you're wearing coats in the house. That's all I'm saying. I was. Yeah, I was. Yeah, you're wearing coats That's in the house. That's how we watched the movie. And you're vi- and you have uh, glasses that look like what's his face from a different world. What was his name? Um, the, the, the <laughs> Biggie glasses. Nowadays they call them the Migos glasses. What was his name for the, the 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 main dude? He was in um Vampire in Brooklyn. He was hot shit. His name was like Dwayne Wayne or something. Dwayne oh, I Wayne? forgot about that movie. Was it Dwayne it Wayne? Dwayne? I think it's Dwayne Wayne, yeah. Is it Dwayne? Yeah, you have Dwayne Wayne different world glasses on from the early 80s. You didn't like, think I'd know that one, did you? No, it, dude, that was a huge show. <laughs> it was Dwayne. Yeah, it was Dwayne. Yeah, uh Kadeem Harrison. Okay, so I'm fast. Yeah, yeah, you kind of have those glasses on without the sunglasses. <laughs> no, it's not it's a different world, Sha. It's a different uh, world. So I'm gonna start um, calling her Whitley if I ever meet her. Whitley, oh, Whitley. dude, Jasmine Guy was hot. I don't care. Fuck that shit. Jasmine Guy's hot now. Don't even get me started on Lisa Bonet. We'll be here for five, five nine hours. So, Sha, I want to hear about it. So, you decided to make this video, and let's not let's not let's not uh, bury the lead here, but because uh, we want people to watch the video, of course, right? Yeah, sorry, I was on mute. <laughs> yeah, definitely go on on Planet Mondo. You gotta subscribe, man. You gotta go like, on okay. there. Hit the motherfucker. Yeah, just don't watch it at all. <laughs> John tries to throw it to me. So yeah, go on the channel and check it out, right? Yeah. Nah, just don't check it out. At all. Well, no, I didn't want you to bury the lead, but I love nah, this. Nah. No concept. spoilers. Go check I'm it out. I'm talking yeah. about the concept. Like I love the idea of like like I'm we're not gonna give away too much here, but your uh your female uh companion there is uh in her twenties, right? Yeah, she's twenty seven. Yeah. She's twenty seven. Okay. So like, you know, like a lot of people were probably like, How the fuck does nobody have nobody not seen the exorcist? But like, you know, I could see somebody under 30, you know, I'm sure there's quite a few things they haven't seen, you know, I mean, and uh, spoiler alert, didn't hate it. Right. Let's just leave it at that. No, she liked it. She liked it. Um, But just as I expected, that's that's the thing about 20 some year olds in their lifetime. They're so used to CGI. They can't appreciate like practical yeah. effects from the 70s. So yeah. to them, it looks fake and corny and cheesy. But I'm like, yo, this this took fucking work. This is yeah. like it was high, you know, highbrow. It was highbrow. Hell yeah, yeah. Hell yeah. Like B show. Do you, you ever think about that too? Like, like would somebody take the special effects in this and compare it to Basket Case? <laughs> yeah, I was. Um, awesome. I was actually thinking about that today because my son is starting to get into like Goosebumps and Coraline and like the creepy kids oh, type of shows. Cute. Yeah, and like I have a feeling that he's going to start watching scary movies at some point. So. I was trying to think about like, okay, if, if I start him out with some classics, is he going to think they're corny? Cause like there's some, I don't know. I don't know, man. I try not to worry about it. I'll just try to bring them up. Right. Let them watch whatever they want, man. Start yeah. out with the gate. The gate is a good movie for kids. The gate. Yeah. Oh, is it Will Wheaton in that? That's Will Wheaton. Isn't it the gate? I'm not sure. So there's little uh, tiny creatures. Yeah. It's, I think Will Wheaton is in that. I'm almost positive. Uh, that was, he did that after stand by me. I'm almost or, or somewhere around that. I know my, I know my eighties horror movies. Let me tell you something. I may not know my wife's birthday, but I know my eighties <laughs> horror movies and I'm fairly certain Will Wheaton is in the gate. 
Bisho, correct me. I got to know if I'm wrong. Is, am I wrong? Uh, let's see. Who's in the gate? Steven Dorf. Steven Dorf. Oh, he's not. Wow, that's a very young Steven Dorf. Wow, Kelly Rose. good movie. That's a good movie. What was Will Wheaton in? Will Wheaton was in one, though. Apparently, oh, I don't know my, my, my 80s horror as much as I did either. Will Wheaton was in something around Stan, like a horror movie, and it's a ba- it's not good. The, the Curse? curse? Oh, yeah. What is that? Written by David Chaskin. That's the guy that wrote the uh, second Nightmare on Elm Street That's movie. based on Color Out of Space? Show me the image. I want to see what the box looks like. The Yep, The Curse. I remember this. Look at Will Wheaton. Wow. wow. No, there he is, The Curse. He's got the young face. Dude, he, he did this around Stand By Me, because Stand By Me, I think, is in 88. This is this is 87? Did you ever see this, guys? I've seen this. It's not bad. No. Yeah, I you don't got- think I've seen this. Screen Factory put this out? Click on that Blu-ray real quick. Yeah, Screen Factory Wait, put you- it out. Here? The Blu-ray, yeah. Yeah, and Screen Factory. Too. I remember oh, the wow. two. Yeah, the bite. I remember that. Yeah. This is, uh, what year is this? 87, we're saying? 87, yeah. And Stand By Me is 88 or 89 or 88, I think. So, Yeah. Will Wheaton and Steve, who knew Stephen Dorff was back around back then? That dude's been a shit ton of movies. I had a friend who used to be his weed guy. He used to deliver weed on a bicycle. <laughs> I swear to God. His job was he would deliver weed to celebrities in like the 90s. And, and uh, Stephen Dorff was one of his big clients. He had like a, a, like a loft or something in Soho. And you have to drive there and sell him like bags of weed. This, I mean, I just, you know, this is, hey, look, the 90s was a wild time. But yeah, everybody should check that out. I'm very curious, um, you know, uh, about more movies you'll show. You know, with uh, with the yeah. young lady. Yes, yeah, so I'm gonna make a. Uh, I'm gonna make a that a series. Yeah, I'm gonna yeah. make that a series on my channel. The movies that she hasn't seen, and um, I learned a lot about this movie. Like, I was trying to insert little commercials that were related to you know Exorcist and stuff of that nature. I found a documentary that basically, I think it was like 33 minutes long. It documented the debut of the Exorcist in cinemas. And it showed a lot of the reactions, dude. Like people were throwing up. Yeah, people, people were throwing up. That's legit. Out. Yeah. Like people, people were having like praying. They were, were getting coming. on their knees and like yeah. praying to Jesus. Like it, this shit was crazy. Well, guys, it was 74, guys. I mean, it was, it was well, a you got to see it, just man. Ended. Like, it's you know what wild. I mean? it's, we weren't, uh, you know, we were still a little, um, you know, what do I, what's the word I'm looking for, B-Show? Not as uh, sophisticated, you know, with some shit. Yeah. Not as savvy, yeah. Not savvy, yeah. So like a scary movie. I mean, look, people, you know, people probably thought the shit was real. I don't fucking know. Like honestly, you know, so what, Frankenstein came out in what thirty four, thirty three, something That's like only that. Yeah, thirty yeah. years before yeah. this movie came out. Yeah, there is, there is one thing I also discovered that's kind of interesting. I want to bring up. Um, so Skinamarink. There is a part that that keeps saying in this house, right? That's yeah. the that's the tagline. Yeah, yeah, but it's, go yeah, it's to not- the end. I don't know if you can play this audio. I can. I swear to you, they it's stole funny. this audio from this commercial. It's the same tone, like it's the same shit. Well, I don't recall hearing it in the movie. I only recall hearing well, it it's, in the commercial. It's, it's in this commercial. It's, it's a banned commercial because yeah. people were having seizures because there's too many flashes in there. Jesus Christ! All right, right let me let me see. See if, it see if you pick up on it, man. It really Jesus. it sounds identical to Do the. We same. have the audio. All right, hold on. Let's see. Yeah, it, it sounds identical. I love that in this house. Then. It's a cab pulling up. Let's see. It's coming up. I love the grainy VHS shit. comprehension. It's a voice. to a little girl on this street, in this house. <gasps> it is it. I swear to you. Bring yeah, it back it's a again, sample. dude. It's the same yeah. shit. It's the same. Yeah, but I don't even know if it's hidden. I think it might be deliberate. Last resort. Yeah, but no one's brought this up yet. Well, but not everybody's as smart as Shaheen. No, I mean, I, this is so like fuck. It's a, like a rare commercial. Wow. This house. A little bit more. In this house. That's 100%. It's it. As soon as I heard it, I was like, fuck, that's Skin and Moraine. By the way, awesome idea to sample that, by the way. That's a fucking great idea. Um, And it's probably short enough that it's public domain or not copywritten because that movie's got no money to pay fucking royalties. You know what I'm saying? Well, it does now. But uh, fascinating. I love The Exorcist. I'm more of an omen guy personally, but I love this idea of showing movies like that to people. You know, it's like, like I remember like my dad and I went in the eighties watched um, Dr. Strangelove, you know, you guys are Kubrick guys, right? So yeah. you guys have seen, um, my father loved that movie, which was not really in his personality. He, but he loved Peter Sellers. He was a fucking huge Peter Sellers fan. And I didn't like it. Like I thought it was said with some funny parts and he would be like, watch this part, watch this part where he calls the president and he calls the president of Russia and uh, are you guys familiar with Doctor Strange Love? It's a fucking, me- it's a classic. I mean, it's a I horror. have it, but I haven't. Um, I haven't. Michelle, watched have you watched it? I've not watched it, but I'm familiar. Phenomenal. With Strange Love. You should watch it. It's, it's a black and white movie, stuff. right? Yeah, black and white. 
completely like black comedy. Like, I, I don't want to ruin it for you, but it's, it's an accidental nuclear war. And it's, you know, it's one of these kind of movies. And there's a scene where the president has to call the president of Russia because we've accidentally sent nuclear weapons there. You know, and he's trying to explain it to the Russian president and he's trying to come up with the words. And he's like, one of our generals got a little funny in the head. Right. And it's just like and my father is like bawling, laughing at this, like he like he's rewinding it. And I'm like 15 and I'm like, I don't know. I think it's funny when I see that shit now. I go crazy. It's just so goddamn good. And then uh, there's a lot of famous things in there if you guys haven't seen it. But it's a classic. It's a like the guy riding the bomb down. From yeah. The plane fa- right phenomenal. There. Absolutely phenomenal scene. Uh, George C. Scott is the general. <laughs> He's great. It's a fucking great movie, man. But like, you know, to show it now, I don't know. Like, I, I couldn't appreciate it in like the 80s at like 15. But I love it now, you know, in the 2020s as a 107-year-old goblin. But um, so uh, but, but I just want to bring this up a couple of things. So this weekend, people, uh, Cocaine Bear is open. I, we've talked about it on the show it's getting incredibly positive reviews. Um, Bisho, what have you heard about the cocaine bear? That it's amazing. That it's a, a blood feast. And I have not heard one bad review on it yet. Now, Shah, I'm not. I could be wrong. But I think I read earlier today it's at 100% in Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah, which is surprising. I mean, I, I, I've been reading good reviews that it's super gory, that it's it's funny. Yeah. Um, it's exactly what I would. It, it reminds me of like Grizzly. You remember mm. Grizzly from oh, back? I love in the day? Grizzly. Yeah, we yeah. sold it at my store. It's a fucking phenomenal yeah. movie. Didn't have the didn't have the special effects that this probably has. What do we think it's at right now? It's at seventy two. Okay, said ninety one percent on Google though. I mean, this is. And by the way, Elizabeth Banks, uh, odd choice for the director, but okay. I mean, this they, is this is what you're talking about, right? This Grizzly. Yeah, Grizzly. Yeah, the, I just God, the she, bear she, shit. Yeah, she's still cute. I like her. Yeah. She, she's uh, she's got something. I don't know something about her, but uh, she's been now. in some. She's been in some good movies. She always seems like a cool person. Like I don't know. Every time I see her, she's doing. She's acting cool. But uh, guys, I'm gonna go. I have to. I think I'm gonna go see it this weekend. Is do you think you would you could catch yourself going to see uh, Cocaine? I like calling it Cocaine Bear personally. Cocaine. I still, I still want to see Cabin in the Woods, so I think I'm shooting yes. for that this weekend. Yeah, um, Bisho, if you were going to go to the movies, would you see this Cabin in the Woods? You'd probably see this, right? This one, yeah, yeah. I, I mean, yeah. I would like Cabin in the Woods, but I mean, it's fucking Cocaine Bear. So yeah, I mean, I don't know how you can be upset walking out of Cocaine Bear. Like honestly, I just don't know, like how your expectations were not met. You know, your needs were your needs were uh, you know left undesired. Your undesired, your un- unrequented needs. Can you imagine walking out of Cocaine Bear just being like, man, you know, I just didn't find it believable. You know what I mean, Bisho? <laughs> it was funny. My brother was pissed at me because we were talking about it a couple of weeks ago. And he was like, I sent you the actual article two years ago about the real Cocaine Bear. And you never even responded to it. And now it's the coolest thing in the world. So Yeah. So so I'm going to probably check it out if I do. If, we, if any of us see it, we'll talk about it next week. But I did go the other night, guys, uh, on Monday. Uh, which I never do. I went and saw Ant-Man Quantumania. And, um, you know, this is uh, this is an interesting film. So it's one of the, it's the second poorly, when I say poorly, I'm, I'm talking about Marvel standards. It's the second Marvel movie to where the critics score, uh, the review score is not good. Um, and the previous one being Eternals. But it's making good money. I mean, so there's a couple of weird things going on with it. Now, Legendary comic book writer and artist Jimmy Palmiotti. That main name might not ring a bell to you two, but it's a very famous person. Uh, I have had the pleasure of meeting him in person once or twice. My brother Mike is, was pretty friendly with him at one point. He's a Brooklyn guy. Um, he posted something about it on Twitter, and he kind of took a little bit of a shit on the movie. Um, but So I, I'm not going to talk about the movie too much. It just came out. I know a lot of people see Marvel films. It's not bad. I don't want to – it's really not. But it's not good. Like it's okay, and there's there's something about the special effects that seemed very off to me. Like they looked like a screensaver, you know. They looked kind of like you know a high end uh, res screensaver. And I'm reading that apparently there was some issues with the special effects, and that they weren't finished, but they had to put the movie out anyway. And I have to tell you, uh, I love Paul Rudd. I think Paul Rudd is consistently one of the better guys. If you're gonna watch something funny or fun. You know, Paul Rudd's probably in it at some point. I think he's I think he's like, you know, got a great catalog of films. 
Um, you know, he's been around for a long motherfucking time. I mean, that dude goes back to clueless, but you know, the interesting thing about this movie is it's, it's, it's something feels off. Like there's just something about it that feels off. Like either it's not finished. The plot is weird and it's a table dressing movie for the future of this major multi gajillion dollar franchise. And I don't know, like, I I'm curious. I don't see a lot of buzz on it. Um, you know, I mean, and this is a pretty big deal, right? This is a Marvel property. The first one to come out in a bit. Um, I don't know. The post credit scenes are interesting and look at this cast. I mean, you have uh, Paul Rudd is the Ant-Man and the OG Ant-Man is Michael Douglas. And the OG wasp is Michelle Pfeiffer, who, by the way, mid sixties looks tremendous. And then, of course, uh, the villain who's fantastic. This guy's real good. Jonathan Majors. This guy. This is the guy. This is the villain in the new uh, Creed movie. What has he's he been like, in? He's been in a lot. He of was stuff. in Lovecraft Country, Shaw. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's what. Yeah, it was. yeah. Um, and uh, you've seen that, right? B show too. No. Oh, oh you I were, hated that people, shit, bro. People told me it was terrible, so I didn't even bother. So yeah, I mean, it starts out pretty good. He's a good villain. This guy's got chops, dude. Like, this dude is taking this shit real seriously. <laughs> like, I'm just telling you, like. He's not phoning it in. He's a heavy like and uh, and by the way, uh, that Creed uh, movie, the, the third in the Creed franchise, which the first one is great. If you never saw it, the second one kind of sucks. This one looks like it could be really good. This dude is cock diesel. I mean, this dude is in ill shape. But yeah, this is an inter- it's an interesting premise, but it just feels very flat. And you know, I saw it in Screen X, which is a cool way to see the movie. I mean, look at this. It's kind of like a Star Wars movie, you know, very CG heavy. Um, you know, it, it looks all right. There's some cool shit in it. There's definitely some cool shit in it, but I just feel like it's got no buzz. And I'm like thinking, is is Marvel done? Like, is that is the event Marvel movie? Do you think might be done? What do you think, Bishow? Because you've seen a lot more of them than Shaw. Yeah, I just I don't know if you can top that Endgame finale. Mm. It's just it was so big and everyone was in it and it was a it's almost like and I I hate to always bring everything back to wrestling but right. the term hot shotting I mean you burn everything to the ground it's a lot harder to just have something have a new crop there you got to regrow it and plant seeds and it takes time and the Marvel stuff caught on naturally and just became a big thing mm. whereas now we have the afterglow where they're trying to make things into a big thing so I, I don't know if it's forced I don't know if it's uh, not as organic, but people definitely do not seem to be as interested as they were in the other stuff. Definitely not. I mean, and the box office is proving that. The reviews are proving that. Shah, I'm sure you would be happy if the Marvel reign was over. I've been praying. So, (laughs) no, man. I mean, I don't know. You guys know how I feel about it. I mean, the listeners know I'm not a big fan of it. Just, and I know people will say, well, if you're not a big fan of it, just don't watch it. It's not about that. It's, I, I don't like the fact that they hold up so much talent on a yearly basis like mm-hmm. half of the actors and actresses that i like are stuck in marvel movies for most of their careers well i don't know stuck they're probably making uh yeah I, in my super mind big was, bucks. no i'm sure but i mean creatively speaking it's just like it's kind of the same shit yeah, i, I get it. Just, okay i can i can see that i mean and also there's some pretty interesting people tied to like you know the the ancillary characters and directing and things like that but yeah i mean it feels like it's kind of done I don't know. I mean, that's really up to the public to decide. But then again, honestly, guys, I thought Avatar 2 was going to bomb, like bomb over Baghdad bomb. And I wasn't the only person saying that. And holy guacamole and cheese was I wrong. So, I mean, I'm sure Ant-Man will, you know, dig its way. And then we have Guardians of the Galaxy 3, which looks like a much superior film, you know, from uh, James Gunn's last forever, probably forever and ever his last Marvel job. You know, um, he's already writing Superman and, you know, directing DC properties for TV like Peacemaker, which are great. Um, so, you know, but that looks great. I, I have to say the Guardians looks fucking fun- looks fucking incredible. B-Show, you know what the, the new song, the running song is for it now? It's no. Rainbow. It's Rainbow Since You've Been Gone. Oh, no kidding. Isn't that fucking crazy? That's awesome. Yeah. I mean, it sucks that it's not Dion Rainbow, but, you know, yeah. it's but it's but it's a it's Rainbow's biggest only like recognizable song, like commercial song. And it's the new song and the new trailer. It's probably got a part in the movie because, you know, he likes to use that kind of music. Gone. Yeah. You wouldn't you wouldn't consider Man on the Silver Mountain a hit. 
it's never going to be in a Marvel movie worth a half a billion dollars. Yeah, you know, true. I just, I mean, but I, for me, it's a hit in this house. But yeah, I mean, I, I don't, I didn't hate it. You know, I talked to Giuliani about it for a half a second. You know, he kind of feels the same way. But seeing Jimmy Palmiotti, this heavyweight, you know, mostly known, he, this guy was a heavyweight at Marvel, heavyweight at DC. His, uh, his lifetime partner there, Amanda Connor they literally made Harley Quinn into the comics. Like they, like Amanda Connor is synonymous with Harley Quinn. That's his, they're not married. I think they've been together for about 30 years or 25 years. I mean, to see that guy publicly take a little bit of a shit on the movie. Uh, and him and I had a little back and forth about it because uh, he's just an awesome guy. I'd love to get him on the fucking show, man. He's just, that guy is just a fucking, that guy's a legend, Brooklyn legend, comic book legend, but uh, you know, moving away from the comics guys in the films, um, I did want to talk about something that we talked about last week in great detail that is really now a, a, an international story. Um, that's, you know, the uh, the spill in Ohio, their B-Show's home state. Um, you know, we talked about this last week in some detail. Now, I want to I want to say something. So uh, I don't have this person's permission, so I'm not going to say who they are. Somebody uh, basically said to me that I was taking a little bit of a shit on the people in Ohio last week, or that maybe we were, but I certainly was, which I don't think we were when we were sort of referring to them as like MAGA, you know, you guys know what I'm talking about. So for, for people that forgot, you know, we were just making a little lighthearted conversations about the, the, you know, what happened in Ohio, which is terrible. And we are 100% on the side of the people, the, like the 4,700 people whose livelihoods and life might be affected there. But, you know, when we saw pictures of them, you know, I, Shah, we did think say they were a little January 6th, right? I mean, like, you know, it's right. Shot, shot, no, shot. Had, come on. They had the camouflage, everything. Come on. No, I know. But again, we were, we were being judgmental, but we were doing it um, sardonically, right? Yeah, I mean, stereotypes. Right? Yeah. Stereotypes are sometimes right. Yeah, we were I making jokes, sorry, right? Are. Be show. Like, we yeah, didn't. And I even mean, I, as a resident of Ohio, yeah, was you're, like, you're from fucking Ohio. No shit. Like, I live in a town that's about the same size, maybe probably even smaller because it's, I live outside of the main city now. But, like, even I said, now they may look like that, but these are like regular, everyday working people yeah. that just want to go to work yep. and pay their bills and have a nice little lip. So, I think we try to do a good job of being balanced, but guys, yeah. this is a comedy well, show. Well, you know, again, so. it's a comedy show. We're like, you know, but but my whole thing was I want to bring awareness to it because I think it's a fucking uh, an ecological disaster that could literally, you know, like be a much bigger thing. Now, I have to say, it nothing to do with us at all, but just by sort of many people saying this, like us, you know, whether it's on public or or in, or in private or talking about it at work, this story is everywhere now. Okay, it's everywhere. It's been everywhere. Like CNN runs it all day, MSNBC, run, the mayor of the town uh, has, has been on TV quite a bit. But but the thing that we talked about in particular was that uh, we just had a feeling that it was very Trumpy town. And again, at that point in time, it was just a it was just a visual, right? Shot. We didn't see any Trump signs or anything. We just visually observed the camo on flannel, probably big Trump town, right? Yeah, that's pretty much what I go by. I mean, you you look at the the background. You have abandoned trucks and rusty yeah. ass you know again no signs we didn't see anything like that no no, no, no signs nothing political no, no at all hats, nothing like no, that, no, right no. be sure we just want to be clear well <laughs> um fast forward i guess was it yesterday and uh, as we're recording this and um our suspicions were correct uh <laughs> geographically i did a little deep dive and uh guess how much the area uh guys uh voted for trump in the last election <laughs> you had to guess 68. No, that's, I mean, that would be great. So the town overwhelmingly, Trump won the town by like 40%. He's over 40% of the town. Like it's a major Trump area, big. Um, and Trump must have knew this because he went there and wow. I mean, now Bisho, this this isn't a surprise, of course, right? I mean. No, and you know, I was, I was going to say something last week, but I didn't get to it. I was going to say Trump is looking for something big to launch his reelection with. How better than to go to a town like this, even if he fucked the EPA when he was president, because he doesn't give a shit. He's a liar. Yeah, his he, his choice for the EPA was just as shitty as Buttigieg. I want to be yes. very clear about that. Uh, what's her, yeah. her name was? Uh, Chow, but then if know. but then if he goes to this town when nobody's visited this town yet, yep. nobody's talking about it. And he, he was there first. And go, you see, this wouldn't happen if I was the president. I'd be the first one in here to help clean this up like New York and all this shit. Well, so, well, they yeah. gave him guys. They gave him. It was 
I mean, this was kind of like it was almost like a liberator coming to a to a to free a repressive regime. I, I mean, this was like dictatorship levels, flags everywhere. Whatever MAGA the stuff culty. they had, they oh yeah, you could take very a culty. Very now listen, that does just I'm gonna be I'm trying to be as diplomatic as possible. That doesn't mean anything really other than the aesthetics. That doesn't mean they deserve to be poisoned. That doesn't not mean at that, all. Not, not at even all. the slight. We no, would never not, even, even not, on a comedy show. No, I wouldn't. I wouldn't pray that on my fucking worst enemy. That all I was saying said, is, yeah, just yeah. off the looks, yeah, based yeah. on what people look like in Pennsylvania that I know are Trump supporters yeah, and MAGA people. Yeah, yeah, they kind of massive the turn guys, massive turnout, and then uh, like they gave him the. Their kids literally draped. I'm not making this up. We could put the clip up. We'll see it, but you can find kids draped in Trump flags, like draped in it, right? Be sure, almost like 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 capes. See, I didn't see that. Oh, I sent it to you guys. I sent it to you. Oh, I could, shit. I'll send it to you again. Um, it was with the kids talking about the water. They're all wearing oh, giant okay. house. If you pull up the thing, talk about the water. Now, listen, again, to be clear, just so everybody understands, this is just an aesthetic of the circumstance. Now, Trump also did something uh, very interesting. Um, he bought them shit tons of McDonald's. Big Macs. And there's a clip of, you look, they, like, guys. Oh, my God. I didn't see that they were Trump ones. Yeah, look at this. Yeah. I mean, the kids are draped in Trump flags. Draped. They're wearing them like schmatas, like schmucks, like peasants fleeing like uh, like the war in the, in the World War One. Yeah, do remember the Europe. show Guts in the 90s show where the kids would win the games and then they drape their country's flag over them and run around the track? Yeah, this kind of looks like. <laughs> yeah, they look, I mean, and again, this, the Mag Olympics. Yeah, this does not mean anything other than the aesthetics of the circumstance. But boy, I mean, I have to say, I I, I don't, I'm, I'm wrong about Trump all the time in terms of, I always think the guy, Trump is Jason Voorhees, old school. You think he's dead. You think it's over. And then he gets up like the undertaker. I mean, this threw him into the spotlight again. He bought them truckloads, guys. Of, do you see the, the, did you guys see the cavalcade, the, uh, the caravan of McDonald's? Dude, you don't, you can't tell me that. The, oh, come on, man. The stereotype is, is true. He bought a fucking McDonald's. Come on. Well, you know, the funny thing is, come there's on. a funny thing where he's in the, there's he's in the, He's in I the McDonald's this shit, dude. Go listen last week. I know. As that's what I'm saying. I, we them, called I was it. like, yo, he's, he's they're mega the McDonald's. People. Dude, there's I a great line. It. There's a great line where he's in the McDonald's and he's stepping up to the woman there and everybody's like bugging out. Of course, he's a super famous person. He was a president, you know, and he was like, uh, uh, I'm looking at the menu. I bet you I know this menu better than anybody in here. Huh? And the place went bananas, B-Show. Like it was like the zinger, like like his comedic timing. Rogan has said this about him constantly, and he's not wrong. Trump has comedic timing. He does, right? I mean, the guy just knows he knows how to drop a line. Yeah, yeah, he's sure. an entertainer for sure, man. Oh, one hundred timing. You, you can know how to read the room. Yeah, yeah, but I'm just saying. Did you see B Show when he dropped the McDonald's line in the McDonald's? I mean, it was just, it was just like reading the room. Like people, these motherfuckers in there ate this shit up, like ate it the fuck up. Yeah, there he is right there. Yeah, this is yesterday. That's him talking oh to God. the girl, um, and he's got his hat on. Make what does it say? Oh, oh, there's a kid with the mega hat on. Yeah, probably make America great. Oh, we're probably. Yeah. Okay, I just. Yep. Yeah, he's giving hat. out mega hats. I mean, look at him, dude. He's look at him. He's in his glory. And by the way, man, they turned the fuck out for him. They turned the fuck out. Town forty seven hundred in that town. There was probably everybody and their mother was there. You know, free Big Macs, dude. Yeah, dude, you got to see the car the caravan of Big Macs. No, I, mean, I saw that on Twitter. I saw this that. just and listen, man, I my heart weeps for these people. Please don't get this twisted. I, I this is an ecological disaster on poor rural people who, quite frankly, probably didn't have the greatest quality of life prior, and you know their 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 whole world is in the toilet. Literally, you know, there's issues with the drinking water. There's issues with fucking the air quality. They're worried about fucking dying. They're worrying about getting cancer. They're worried about being even more impoverished. And this is what they got. I mean, this is it. Yeah, for the oh, he bought oh he bought he buys McDonald's for the Palestine Fire Department. I thought he bought it for the whole town. Yeah, he just buy for the fire department. Oh, that's I thought he bought it for the whole town. That's what I thought too. It's a small ass town. 
I'm just buying it for the firemen. I'm just getting it for those guys. That's it. Well, did you guys hear the um, not only I see I didn't see the McDonald's thing, but I heard that he was shucking Trump water. We brought cases and cases of water to help because yeah. you can't drink your water. He Trump brought water, pallets. He brought pallets yeah. of bottles of water that have say Trump on it. Guys, look. I mean, this is like. Well, do you think like see? I mean, this is a nice gesture, obviously. Of course, people, can't right? shit on the gesture. But can't shit on a gesture. But no. at the same time, I don't know if it's genuine or if this is a marketing scheme. Doesn't matter. Scheme. To, the, to these to these people, and I'm saying these people, I'm referring to the motherfucking people in this town whose lives are fucked. Yeah, it doesn't okay. matter to them. But I'm saying, yeah. do you think Trump is being genuine, or do you no, think this is a marketing scheme? Okay, oh, no, that's what I'm asking. Even, He's, are you insane? But that's that's even shittier to like take advantage of a situation. Are you, are you high, like, young man? Of course, <laughs> buy like twenty thousand dollars worth of bottled water and use it as a marketing strategy. It's kind of. I mean, wrong, he's man. look. That's his base. He stepped up for his base, you know. Uh, you know, and you know, I, he was there before Biden was in. Uh, Biden, uh, um, Biden's out of the country. I don't know if he's back yet, but Biden was in the Ukraine, and Trump went there, and he took a shit on Biden. And by the time Buttigieg got there, you know, it's been weeks later. They attacked him there today. I mean, look, it's a it's a red area, but this should not really. It doesn't fucking matter. You know, we're handle. We're not. We're not acknowledging the obviousness of this. People are going to come in and take advantage of the people there, right? I mean, be sure. I mean, how difficult would that have been to come in and take advantage of everybody there? Ugh. I mean, Honestly. haven't they already by like denying the truth and what's going on and covering yeah. shit up? And there's a thing Biden <clears throat> Biden citing in a Supreme Court decision to protect norfolk southern and yeah you can't case be sued it's being sued yeah yeah it's, uh, yeah i mean because we already I, fucked the railroad workers there so yeah and so like i would i would already argue that they're being taken advantage of and here comes trump hmm? and these people look if they voted for him and they supported him that i don't care this is an american issue it's not like trump or biden or whatever doesn't matter and this guy shows up he buys food for the fire department. He brings the people water, and he looks at the administration like Rick and Morty looking at the president and says, "Hey, I'm here. Where the fuck were you? Yeah, I yeah, took care I, of it. Yeah, it's a bit of it. It is a W for him. I mean, I can't. How else? Right, Shy. I mean, it's a it's a PR slam dunk. Honestly, it just is. Yeah, no, that's all I was saying. It's a great marketing scheme. It's just kind of. Obviously, they're benefiting from it, and and that's great. I obviously want them to have anything possible at this moment, but like. Yeah. You know, it's kind of rough that he uses uh, this as, a, as an outlet. Well, this is what politicians do. I, mean, I know, no, I know. They, you know they, this they is all what do we it. do in this I country. Know, they all do it. It's just weird. We show up to places after. We show just up don't after. Don't money, man. Just don't need money. You don't have to show up with fucking Big Macs. I think he I think the Big whole... Macs and water and MAGA hats and and I, you know, that's I guess... that's the thing, man. He puts on a show. <laughs> he like he has he needs the red carpet Unreal. out. It's I haven't seen this in a while. And to be look, I'm gonna be. I've been wrong when I say I've been wrong about Trump. My predictions about Trump have been wrong since 2016. I never thought he was getting the nomination. I never thought he was going to win the election. And, uh, you know, I, I certainly who could have predicted the insanity, you know, after January 6th. So, like, I'm not I'm always wrong when it comes to this guy. But he does have a Jason Voorhees quality, doesn't he, B-Show? He does. And, like, imagine the balls you got to have. Balls. Like, we, we mentioned the EPA, like. Imagine blocking, and I think it was his administration in the EPA or not EPA, Transportation Security Board. Yeah, he um, lessened a lot of regulations for profit, and now all these things are a problem. <laughs> and then he comes out and says, Hey, I'm going to buy everybody Big Macs. And it's like, and yeah. they cheer him. Yeah. Because that's what politics is anymore in this country. And like, man, I don't know what it is, but that's why people vote for him. It, yeah. You ever heard the, the, uh, the phrase, never argue with an idiot? It's like an idiot can say something, and as long as it's funny, or as long as people laugh, or as long as people think he's being genuine, it doesn't matter if some asshole comes by with a yeah. clipboard and says, oh, no, he lied here, he lied here. It doesn't matter. It's yeah. in the moment. He knows how to read the room. He's yeah. the dude who went, like, <laughs> not going to speculate on what he did in college parties, but, like, he's yeah. the guy that you could see at a college party who's a fucking doofus, but he's holding court in the middle of the room with a beer in his hand, and people are laughing and joking, no matter how much a piece yeah. of shit they get. No, he's been straight. Like. He's straight edge. Trump is edge. He's been edge his whole life. He's never oh, had shit. a drink. You know I, I'm that? talking about the aesthetic, like that yeah. type of dude holding I'll buy, court. I'll buy know. wine, but I won't drink it. You guys enjoy <laughs> it. Yeah, I mean, this is a bit. He, look, look, he he big macked his way into the room. You know, he big macked it. I mean, he he knew 
He knew he was going into safe territory. That's going to be his campaign slogan, Return of the Mac. Return he's of the Big do, Mac. He's going to do a Mac. joint campaign with McDonald's. It's going to be Return, Return of the Mac. Dude, he's going to get the rights to Return of the Mac. Yo, that would actually be fucking amazing. <laughs> oh, that's the greatest thing, B-Show, you've ever seen in your life. <laughs> We're calling the episode Return of the Big Mac. But I'm just saying, dude, he oh, just man. walks. Dude, he's just going to walk out and be like, oh, I remember when I was in East Palestine last year and Biden was over giving a hundred billion to the Ukraine. Yeah. And Buttigieg was on his like third little uh, Pete shows up leave. after yeah. I'm there. There was no crowds for him. Did you see the crowds for me? Did you see them? Did you see my crowds? You He's so short I mean? they couldn't see him over my crowds. It was amazing. You know? There was no crowds for Buttigieg. For me, I I could I was signing autographs everywhere. Did you see that? Did you get an autograph? Did you get one? And dude, let me tell you something. I guarantee you, everyone in that town. If there was an election tomorrow, not that he had the, not that it wasn't his base already, but this motherfucker, I mean, it's just, it's, it's remarkable, right? Dude, like the honestly, way- as they should though, honestly, he showed up. He's the one that showed up. I would yeah. too, folks. I'd probably be a mega person. Everybody, everybody listening to this and everybody on the show, anybody who's been, we all have one thing in common. There's a motherfucker out there that don't like us and that we don't like. And I am telling you this wholeheartedly. If I, if I, my mortal enemy and I'm driving by the side of the highway and my mortal enemy is standing outside with a blown out tire and a snowstorm with his kids, I'm pulling the fuck over. Not, not, not to pat myself on the back because I just don't know another way. That's the way you're supposed to, you gotta, sh- and look, and I'm not saying that, that he did some big altruistic thing, but to the people there, you got to think about what this means to the people there who are afraid to turn their fucking tap water on. Who the kids, the kids are saying that they're still letting the kids in the middle school drink the fucking water fountain, drink from the water fountain. And they're saying they get headaches when they breathe in school and the headaches go away when they get out of town. Are you fucking kidding me? Yeah, that's some some third world shit right there. This is America in 2023. That's crazy. Like, you know, and and I don't think these kids are fronting either. I don't think this is a sophisticated rube, uh, uh, pulling the wool over the public's eyes. I mean, B-Show, did you see the the thing with the kids talking about the water? No, I heard other people talking about about the the other stuff. Like there was a lady who they were told she could go home and get some stuff and leave and it was safe. And then when she went to take a shower, she had like chemical burns from the air on her face and her neck. It's like the sad thing, too, is and I, you know what? I hate to be like anti corporate shit but like these companies and the airline companies they have a certain amount of money they know that they can afford to pay out in lawsuits oh sure and they call it collateral damage so they know in a town like this they know they can put up with a certain amount of this stuff and pay people off and did you hear the people getting medical care if you go to get medical care and you accept the check from norfolk southern allegedly yeah you can't sue they have whole can't be in a class action yeah why do you think they're offering the checks that's crazy Yeah, yeah. Sean, you didn't hear that? that so is basically, wild. yeah, no. by the way, this is not uncommon. I've we've seen this in the if you've ever heard of the the, the movies Gasland, um with Sean, your background in Pennsylvania, with all the fracking. This is when fracking got very popular as a result of fracking, poisoning water, people lighting their fucking water on fire in Pennsylvania. Yeah, because of the methane fumes or whatever. Because of methane yeah. fumes, right from the fracking, from digging so deep into the fucking earth and letting the fucking methane, you know, cr- f- spill into the fucking uh, natural running Are water. Are you talking about central PA? I don't know where or, in PA. I haven't seen it. It's a long time. It's yes, probably. It's, yeah. it's, it's what they call the real life uh, Silent Hill. Yeah. Yeah. That's I mean, people, people, this is different. That's an abandoned mining town. Yeah. No, this okay, is, okay, this, okay, is uh, okay. this is a, I can't remember the guy's name. This is Josh Fox. And uh, he, I think he got me too, actually. But Josh Fox made a, a two documentaries called Gasland and Gasland 2, all about fracking. And he was going to people in, the, in his hometown. Here and you could light the fucking, wa- look, you can light the water on fire. I mean, guys. This is in 2011, by the way. This is like almost 15 years ago, 14 years or 13 years ago. Yeah, you you can light your water on fire, and yet you're being told by the EPA it's fine. Have you ever lit your water on fire, Shaheen? That's fucking terrifying. Yeah, guys, this is – by the way, this isn't a shtick. This is an indeed low-budget – This fucking, is not even like a little bit of fire. This is like fucking yeah, flames. fire fire. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like – yeah, flames. Like if this a pro like wrestler has Sammy to pee in a goes cup. To pour, pour gas. What'd you say when a wrestler pees in a cup? Yeah, like when a pro wrestler has to pee in a cup. <laughs> like flames shoot out the dick. Like, you know, by the way, you guys would love he's very grating person, Josh Fox, but that doesn't change. Look, there's a guy lit in his hot light his hose on. Holy That's shit. insane, dude. All real. That's fucking crazy. Look, there's somebody running water from a from from a, like a, from an industrial hose. So but, I mean, 
we've seen this before, and yet we don't have no progress. Multiple administrations later, doesn't matter. Does not matter. Uh, and if you guys have never seen it, if you're not really familiar with fracking, and it's not a political thing to me. It's just a fucking ecological thing. You know, you, you shouldn't be able to light your water. Rule number 3005, my water shouldn't be flammable. That's one of the things I would say. Has and this that, been fixed since then? No. Or is this still a problem? Are you crazy? <laughs> they can still light their fucking water on fire? I don't know about, I mean, I, I mean, fixed as in, is it never happening anywhere else? Clearly, that's not the case. Yeah. But like, you know, but I highly encourage Good people God, to watch Gasland. It is, like I said, the dude is grating. I wish he didn't. Nar- He's got an awful voice for this. But, uh, you know, um, and he got thrust into the spotlight there. But I think he got me too. I'm almost positive. That doesn't change the fact that he uncovered that people's water was on fire. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, dude, it's wild. It's a wild documentary. Like, it's really, it's, it's intense, man. You know, your drinking water shouldn't burn. I don't know. Call me crazy. But, uh, you know, we're, look, we're going to keep an eye on this thing. You know, uh, the world is watching. Um, we don't know what's going to happen. They're saying it's safe. They're, they're doing everything they can to pr- avoid these massive lawsuits. Um, you know, and honestly, uh, I think it's a fucking sick, sick shit. I mean, it's just gross. Absolutely gross. Hey, one thing I want to touch on in the free show, guys. Now, I just stumbled on this. I thought it would be fun to watch together. There is a film coming out. I know very little about the film other than the fact that it looks like the like Quentin Tarantino, Jordowski, fucking John Wick. Um, it's called Sisu. That sounds amazing. It, uh, I just watched the Red Band trailer today. Um, I, you're probably going to be hearing a lot more about this movie. It is a World War II, I believe, Finnish World War II revenge film. Um, I don't want to give away too much, but the guys who produced John Wick produced this. It's in English. This looks like one of the most violent fucking movies. Like, honest to God, I am infatuated with this. Bisho, do you have the, the trailer? Yeah, I just assigned it back to Shah. So I can't, oh, yeah. Oh, if, we could, we if we could play it, and we'll play it with the audio. It's called okay. Sisu. I believe that's the name of the, the Finnish gentleman. Um, sound on, you said? Yeah, let's do sound on. That sounds so, amazing. I, sounds like a Criterion movie. Just get ready to pee a little bit when you see the trailer. Okay. Oh, I'm down. It's Lionsgate. Stage six, I've heard. Here we go. So it's Finland, 1944. One-eyed dog. So Finland, obviously, part of, you know, in Europe, World War II. Guy finds a shit ton of gold. He's got to take a horse over 500 miles to get it to a bank. During World War II. Right? Shit. Here come the Germans in the tanks. It's like El Topo. Yeah. Watch this shit. So the German soldiers pull him over. They're gonna steal his gold. That dog is adorable. Watch this motherfucker. So into this. So they think they're gonna kill him. There's just one problem. He's the Punisher. Oh my god, I am so into this. Yeah, you said piss. I'm rock hard. Oh, oh, you're you're just getting started, buddy. He's butchering people with his hands. Listen to this music too. He was a Finnish commander. Lost his home and his family in the war. He Look at this shit. Man wow. Oh shit, a broken wrist. He's just killing people. Brutally. Look at this He's shit. One mean motherfucker that you do not want to mess with. Oh my god. <laughs> people, you gotta go see this trailer. This is it, I, 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 this how some love. Yeah, this is fucking. We'll see what happens when you take everything from him. He's just this, killing people. It's like in, like Inglorious Bastards on steroids. Meets with, El Topo. Yeah, meets El Topo. Yeah. Here. All of them. Here he goes. You <laughs> and you. Oh, good luck. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit! He's killing people! Look at he's killing people underwater! It's just a guy brutally this murdering Nazis. Look at him, he's this got his dog with one eye. Dude, this might abroad. this might be one of my favorite movies of the year. I told you I see what I tell this you. Is yeah, this thing has everything. Holy shit. 
we might have a problem. <laughs> oh, that's nice. Now, nice find, John. How how excited are you to watch this movie? <laughs> I mean, it touches on like eight or nine different things, doesn't it, Bijou? Yeah, it's like a guy. It's a boy and his dog. It's a film during the the Nazi uh, occupation. occupation. Yep. It's like John Wick. Yeah, totally. It's oh my yeah. god, almost Shot, like gotta... post apocalyptic a little bit. Yeah. Well, I like that music too. That 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 like you know. Um, I'm yeah. so curious about this. I mean. Look, it, it looks like a fuck. It kind of it looks like Psycho Gore Man. I mean, like it just kind of has like <laughs> just like the over the top ridiculousness of the violence. Yeah, yeah. And for people who like, we just saw I don't know maybe thirty gruesome deaths, like uh, maybe more. I don't know. Like, and everyone was different. Like, yeah, and this is and, just the trailer. I can't imagine how many deaths are in the actual movie. I love that stabbing through the head so quickly. How great did that look? Yeah, hell yeah. yeah. I want to see the underwater. Um, yeah, he, it's like zombie with the shark scene underwater. <laughs> I mean, he's he slit a dude's throat underwater. How do you do that? Who he's, does that? He's Rambo. Um, he's John Wick. Yeah, he's Mad Max. Holy shit! But he, it also has that western, like like the Jordan. Did you get the Jordowski vibe there, Shah? Like like just from the visuals? yeah from El Topo, I think. Yeah. Also, like, like the one-eyed dog. Like you know, El, in El Topo, he has a lot of animals in there. Um, hmm? Also a little bit like Northman, like almost like Vikingish yeah. vibes. Yeah. Yeah. I almost I mean, said I think this is the type of thing I think this is what people were hoping the Northman would have been more like. Just more action. Yeah, I mean, I, I need to revisit that movie. I, I do. I feel like it gets a little bit of a yeah, bad rap. I think I need to revisit it. I just I think it's a little it was a little too Shakespearean for people and not the gore fest. This looks like it's just gore like like I don't know, maybe every three minutes there's a brutal murder, like uh, and creative murders. I mean, he's creatively murdering people. He threw a landmine and hit a dude in the dome with it. I mean, <laughs> I like the two guys that get blown up at the end. <laughs> like you, yeah, the, the you. blowing up parts is, is fucking <laughs> yeah. amazing. Yeah, the blowing up looks fun. I'm excited for this film. I'm totally into it. I can't wait. But uh, I, it's coming out. And it's going to be really. It's um, is that Fox Searchlight? Um, you know, they got a winner. There's no way this is doing bad. I don't give a fuck. But there is a new John Wick coming out in a couple of months. Um, I'm a super fan of the John Wick movies. The John Wick movies. I got to tell you, if you've been sleeping on them, don't. They're absolutely fun. I highly recommend them, and they're very fun to see in a theater. They remind me of 80s ninja movies, like like uh, American Ninja and the Shokazuki type movies and all that shit. But boy, we have a shit ton of stuff we're going to try to get to in the Patreon. And we're going to uh, we're going to switch over in a minute. And uh, we're just going to remind everybody, just go to patreon.com backslash break the app for the inflation busting low price of five bucks. You can get in on. All... Do we do we have our uh, end of the show plugs here for the for the free? Do we do that? I'm, I'm so tired. I'm sorry. They were, they were just on the screen. I don't know where they went. Oh, yeah, my, my internet dropped real quick. And oh, I'm so <laughs> sorry. me out real quick. All right, okay, I'm back. So we're back on. So we're just going to thank all of our Patreons here for their continued support. Uh, people like Barry Cope and Perry Singh and David Caron, Caranco and Roberto and Jimmy Sterling and Terry Ansel and David Solano and Robert Sabalas and Slave Cheeks and Theodore Caesar Mosby and Shia Lu and Cassie Singh and Mark Froman. And then we have Terry Ansel and Jeffrey Hess and Greg Watts. Uh, we have Iraq V1, Vince C. Chi and Jose G is in the house. Um, give me one second. I'm so sorry. I need a little bit more space there. Did I skip it? Oh, we have Joe. We have Kimmy Kincaid. We have Roxy. Uh, did I give my friend Shai Lu? Did I give Shai Lu? Did I give Joseph Blasco? Did I get uh, Caesar Campbell? Did I get Mr. Isaacs? Did I get, let me see. I'm so sorry, people. Uh, Bob Fernando, Anthony Martin, Nate Tabber, Johnny Florida. Bruno Camano is with us. And then we have Victor Guzman, JR. Uh, Aaron is with us. Charlie, John Don, Digital Lizard. Uh, sorry, sorry, guys. I'm having trouble seeing. Demario Guidry, Papa Mike Brown, Jay, Brandon McIntyre, Carrie Goldberg, South Felix Cockboy. We have what is that one with? The, is that Anna? We have Gary Thorpe. We have Vic Condrick, John Hennef, Justin Ludwig, Anthony Alston, Terrell Thibodeau, my friend. 
And then, of course, we have Leonard Van Dune and Cushion Pusher, MJW Games, Larry Trailer, Michael, Mike Roche. We have uh, Marco Wallace. We have Randy. We have Joe Punches. We have Dirk Counter Punches. We have Jamie Pennycook and Don Tony, Jarrett Maloney, Walter Volani, Darren Gatt, Galactic Wrestling Federation, Tyler Simpson, Austin Red, Louis Houston, Joseph Glasgow. We have Jay from the Down Under Thundercast. And, of course, Steve Shaw. Bravo Needs Bacon and Stephen Teasdale and Marquise Johns. Ruben is with us. Anthony Cheater, Joe, Matthew James, Ronald Anderson, Adam Bergoni, Emmanuel, Amy Foley, Jeff Littman, J.B. Buffell, Jared Braxton, Kevin Matthew, in Michael Smith, Rivers Johansson. We have the DRWC. That's Don Reynolds and White Chocolate. Uh, Jude, Matt, John Bernstein, Felix Ortiz, Chuck, JT, my friend Cloudy, Joseph Morrow, Ralph Ramirez. Three Lays is with us. And, of course, we have Willie Thompson, Chris Matthews, Chris Kazemi, Cherry Jesus, the artist formerly known as Roxy Mike, J-Reb92, White Sox Al, Mark Gordon, uh, John, the Purple Haze, Danny Douglas, Paul Stockwell, John Garcia, Fatty316, Hiroshima is with us. Uh, we have Richard Todd. We have Christopher Harge. We have James Grusom, Daniel Clark, Deliverance, John Krauser, Paul Convoy, Bobby Blaze, Christopher Kane, the adorable one himself, Drew Yari, Ed McKenna, Jay, and uh, boy, we have a couple of repeats there. Kimmy, Kimmy Basil. What's that? Oh, that's Kimmy. Kimmy yeah, I, th- I think I think there's an error and a glitch in Patreon where it showed every single Patreon that's ever signed up because we had a really long list. Yeah, there's people about? on here that shouldn't be on here. I feel like. Well, they get a sh- well look. Yeah, everybody got a shout out, but yeah, everybody that's got a just, shout out. There's I definitely a glitch. Say, that's why I was a little confused. I'm like, how long is this motherfucking list? Yeah, it's hey, definitely hey. a glitch. And listen, if you're ba- come back to the Patreon, come yeah. fucking back. We yeah, want we you just- back, people. <laughs> Come on back to that motherfucker. I was right? going to say, man, because I read a couple of names and I'm like, mm, I, I don't think this is accurate. Yeah. Well, we'll get to it in the Patreon. A shout out to Cherry Jesus. Cherry Jesus is a talented motherfucker, man. Straight up. But uh, yeah. Uh, on go YouTube to Patreon. as well, right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah on on YouTube. YouTube. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, I got music from Cherry Jesus and I asked Cherry Jesus to send us something. But uh, wow. That was a retro old school. That was an incredibly long page. Well, that'd be awesome if all these people came back to the Patreon. Wouldn't it? Jesus fucking Christ. I would be in shock. Yeah. I got, I got happy for a second. I was like, I got shit, really happy. But you think it's back? a glitch? But like, it's a glitch. Pages? What? Yeah. It's definitely a glitch. Yeah. Uh, well, yeah. listen, next week uh, we'll fix the glitch like an office space. We fix the glitch. And uh, but go to patreon.com. Uh, backslash break the app five bucks join us there we're having a good time and we have a lot to get to and we'll see you next week on the free peace too far along the previously unreleased album by synthetic 16 is now available on spotify amazon and apple music It's true that some things change as we get older, but if you're a woman over 40 and you're dealing with insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, and weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. And with MIDI Health, you can get help and stop pushing through it alone. The experts at MIDI understand that all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes that happen around menopause, and MIDI can help you feel more like yourself again. Many healthcare providers aren't trained to treat or even recognize menopause symptoms. MIDI clinicians are menopause experts. They're dedicated to providing safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions for dozens of hormonal symptoms, not just hot flashes. Most importantly, they're covered by insurance. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. You deserve to feel great. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. That's join M-I-D-I dot com.